welcome to the Carers Link podcast. This is episode six and with me again is Katie. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good, thank you, John. I'm looking forward to episode six. We're off from our light-hearted stuff from last week and we're now looking back on the, the more serious stuff. Yeah, and we had some great feedback from that episode. I think everyone enjoyed it. Certainly taking part was good fun. It reminded me what it was like to be back in the office. That's great. So this week, um, in a slightly more uh, serious note, um, providing you some information about a very important resource uh, within Eastern Barnshire, uh, Opal. And uh, Katie, do you want to just tell us a wee bit what Opal is? Opal is is basically an information helpline for anyone in Eastern Barnshire who needs any information about local services and local support. It's been around for a while now, but um, with the COVID-19 situation, it's taken on a slightly different role. Um, So now, as well as answering questions about anything else, it's taken on the role of coordinating the inquiries for people who are looking for help with getting shopping, if they can't go out and they need someone to do their shopping for them, um, or if they can't get their medications, if they can't get out to collect their medications from the the pharmacy, then they're calling Opal and and we then can get in touch with a whole team of volunteers across Eastern Bartonshire who will go off and do that for them. So if you are out there and if you're struggling, and so for example, you've got, had to go into to self-isolate for seven days or for 14 days, um, then all, and you can't get, you haven't got friends or family who can, who can do the shopping for you, then you call the Opal helpline and we'll take some basic details off of you uh, and pass that on through Eastern Bartonshire Voluntary Action to um, volunteers. There are different teams of volunteers across the area. The other thing to say about Opal uh, from from the start, it was a cooperative venture. So it's a venture between Carers Link, uh, between Citizens Advice Bureau, uh, in Kirk- well, it's in Kirk- so it's Eastern Barnshire Citizens Advice Bureau, uh, between Kirtus, the advocacy organization, and Eastern Barnshire Voluntary Action. So there's staff from Kirtus, Carers Link, and Citizens Advice Bureau that will answer the phone. So you may get a familiar voice. If you call on a Monday or a, or a Tuesday morning, you might get me or you might get someone else. Um, and on a Sunday, actually, we've now, in response to, to the demand, because I can tell you that on last Monday when I was on duty, I took 33 phone calls in the day. Um, so we've expanded the hours that the line is open. So it's now open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day and the days. So it's open from Monday to Sunday. Um, and if you call on a Sunday, then it's Carers Link staff that are du- on duty on a Sunday. So you might, again, hear a familiar voice if you call on a Sunday. So it sounds like you've been very busy. And what what have been the some of the calls that you've been getting? Most of the calls that 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 I've got over the last two weeks have been people who can't get out to to do their shopping for whatever reason. So it could be that that some some of them are people who've been sent the the letter that tells them they've got to shield, so they've got to stay in for 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 the twelve weeks. Um, and there is some support coming from the government and from the council about that, but it's not really all kicked in yet. So they need obviously someone, if they haven't got any family or friends that can do it, they need someone to get their shopping for them. Um, and very often they will be on regular medication. So it's, you know, someone who can collect the prescription, the, sorry, collect the medication from the pharmacy and, and bring it to them. Um, there've been some lovely people. And also, you know, a lot of it, they just want the chat when they're calling up, 
yes, they're worried about they haven't got food or will they get food? But they also just want to have a quick chat and, and remember that there's someone out there that they can talk to. So that's, I think, another important aspect to, to the line. Um, so, yeah, I would say 90% of the calls have been about either collecting shopping or um, or prescriptions and, and and medications. There have been some other interesting ones in there. We had a call from a gentleman who didn't know what to do with his rubbish. So we had to, because obviously the, the rubbish collection has all changed, the waste collections all changed. So he didn't know what to do with his food waste. Um, he knew that he couldn't put his recycling out, but did not know what to do with food waste. So that was another um, a question. And one that's come up, which uh, maybe people out there can help us with, because a lot of this is the answers to these questions are often knowledge that's out there in the community. And what we do within Opal is try and bring all that knowledge together. And that's what the good thing is about having people from, from the different organizations is that they've got different bits of knowledge and we can pull all that together. We have what we call the Opal Hive brain where, where we can ask questions of it and um, get answers. Um, so if anyone knows anywhere we can get hot meals, where people can get hot meals delivered then not from takeaways necessarily but other other versions of hot meals that's an unanswered question from this week that's good and you mentioned uh, volunteers so so what are the volunteers doing there are a number of different roles the volunteers have um some of them there are volunteer coordinators in in each area so they're the people that we would contact um and and they have a team of people at who will actually go out and do the shopping. So the volunteers will go and do the shopping for the people. They'll they try and kind of get more than, because the, the, the queues in the shops can be quite long at the moment. Um, they're trying to get people, so they'll do shopping for three or four people at a time, um, try and get it so that it's, it's, they're not wasting time. So they'll go out and do the shopping and they'll take it to the person's house and they, they obviously because we've got the, the social distancing at the moment, then they're not going into people's houses or anything like that. They'll just put the shopping on, on the doorstep and they will ring the bell. So like, like when Posty comes and he just knocks on the doorbell and stands back, uh, that's what the volunteers are doing. Um, so there are volunteers doing that. They're, and they're, as I say, they're also the volunteers who are doing the coordinating and, and the admin side of things. And um, that can be people who themselves aren't able to get out of the house. So, you know, they're, they're, they're shielding themselves or, or they're, they're um, in social isolation for however long. So there's there's different roles. And obviously, I think this is going to be a, a movable feast because some of those volunteers may well be unwell themselves or have to socially isolate. So we need a big pool of volunteers to, to keep the cover going throughout however long this is all going to take us. Yeah, and so I was just going to ask that because obviously we, at the time of recording this, um, we've not quite reached the peak of the of the virus and, and I'm just thinking there needs to be probably a call out for more people to, to, to yeah, volunteer. I, I agree. I think because as I said, we are going to get some of those volunteers are going to become unwell, sadly, um, and not be able to to help. And it would be very sad to think that they've done all that work and then when they themselves are unable to to get out that there's not someone to help them. So we did in fact um, on Tuesday, we had two people who called up to volunteer for, for different, you know, for different reasons and with different abilities. So, yeah, if, if people are interested in volunteering, then they can certainly, they call the call Opal and we will pass their contact details on to Eastern Barcher Voluntary Action, who will get the right person to call them to in their, in, in their local area for whatever they want to do. 
So can you just remind us again about the the the, the dates and times when when Opal's open? Right. Okay. I'll do the phone number first because that's the important one. So the phone number for Opal, Opal is oh one four one four three eight two three four seven, and at the moment it is open from nine a.m. to five p.m. seven days a week. So, and you can also, if you need to, you can also email uh, the Opal helpline, and that email address is mail m i a m a i l at opaleastdone.org.uk. But we'll put that in the in the links at the bottom of the of the page so you can you can see what that one is but um yeah it's it can get quite busy so if you don't get through at first do call back and my experience is it tends to be busier in the morning and it quietens down kind of around lunchtime and 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 around and after four o'clock as well so if you don't get through first time then try try around those times okay katie i think that's a, a really good round up on on opal and uh and I would uh, highly recommend people reach out to them. And, and just and just thinking, how long, I mean, going back to the, the issue about food, um, how long does it take to get uh, food parcels or um, supplies organised? I would say if you can give 24 to 48 hours notice, that's the best. If it is someone who is, uh, we had someone who called on Tuesday who had, had no food and who had not had any food since the day before if that's the case then we will try very hard to pull out all the stops and get food to them but it, it is more difficult and if you can give us 24 to 48 hours notice then that is um, much easier for us to manage and also I'm thinking is there any options for people that have got particularly dietary requirements for example diabetics or People need gluten-free diets, for example. We have had requests for someone who who needed gluten-free um, food. And she said that she normally bought her food in Tesco's. So therefore, what we can do is we can say, this person needs this food and it's from Tesco's. And, and there was another man who called who liked the Sainsbury's fish pies. Um, so again, I, can, I can't promise. The, the gluten-free obviously is more important, but but the, the Sainsbury's fish pies, we can't promise. But I did put a note on to say he likes someone who... He likes to shop at Sainsbury's, so I did pass that information on. So we can try, but obviously, yeah, gluten-free. Um, diabetic, obviously, most people with diabetes can can eat food that you can buy in the local supermarket. So, and they will know what foods are, are best for them to eat. So it's their it's their shopping list. They will give the shopping list to the volunteer. Excellent. Okay, Katie. Well, I think that that wraps up for that. And uh, any last thoughts, comments? Before we close up. I would just encourage people. I mean, obviously, Opal's particularly busy at the moment, but it is a really useful service. Um, say I work on, on the line normally on Mondays and Tuesdays, and it's always a challenge because you never really know what the question is going to be at the end of the li- line. Normally, my, my most common uh, reply is, I don't know that answer, but I will go away and I will find out for you. And that's what I'm saying about the Opal Hive brain, that we have ways of, of finding out things And we get there, I would say, 95% of the time. We manage to find out the information that people are looking for. So, yeah, give us a call. And it's 0141 438 2347. Fantastic, Katie. Okay, folks, that's all. Um, I hope you have a good week. Join join us again next week. And uh, take care, stay safe, and goodbye. Bye.